From three guys who never had a shot, it's the Walk on Water Boys podcast with your hosts, Addison, Austin, and Clint. On this episode... Uh, what are your thoughts on the, the suspension, the length of the suspension? You know, I got to see the best movie I've seen this year. My son is going to be Black Panther for Halloween. Do y'all know who Cameron Poe is? Since when do you do a top five where you start with number one? You Exactly. back to the walk on water boys podcast i'm addison joined as always by clint and austin uh we had an unexpected uh week off this past week uh i'm gonna blame it on clint austin what are your thoughts on that i'm gonna blame it on the intern but (laughs) i don't pass blame on my friends (laughs) (laughs) that's why i blamed on the intern he just Fair works enough. here. He just works here. He just works here. He's not <laughs> he's not actually associated with us. He's just yeah. He's unpaid. That's true. Yep. All right. So uh yeah, un, unexpected hiatus last week. We are back this week. Uh we've got a bunch of stuff to get through. Uh Clint, I want to talk to you first about uh what your thoughts are about the Deshaun Watson situation up there? Wow, we're just getting we're just getting right, right well, in here. Well, well, you guys I'm, get into that. Apparently, I'm not needed. I'll see. Yeah, you guys no. later. <laughs> we're just go. Oh, look, I really I'm, have a lot to talk about. I, I want to get right into it. I'm going to see. I mean, that's that's uh, your Clemson quarterback situation is is what it is. Uh, what are your thoughts on the the suspension, the length of the suspension, uh, outlooks for the the Cleveland team? What do you think? Well, I know I'm not a, a big a fan of the of the Cleveland Browns like Austin is, um, but obviously from a football aspect, that's, of it, that's uh, the real America's team. Yeah, that's the real America's team. <laughs> <laughs> uh, football aspect of it, I mean, I don't know what the right number is for games. I mean, how do you? I don't here's, know how you base that. Here, there's no way to base. How it, many but- women did he? T- and so i don't know how you base that but when you look at suspensions for other things so we're gonna go back to the falcon situation betting on a game as part of a massive parlay bet and this is a season that you had to miss versus six games doesn't seem reasonable to me well uh i mean for the browns i mean to me, it's a it's a win for the Browns because they they got one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL, and he's now the future of that franchise. And they're only going to miss him for six games. When there were times they didn't even know if he was going to be allowed in the league again. Sure. There were times where there's discussion of maybe okay, two seasons, one season. They're only going to be out without Deshaun Watson for six games. So to me, just from the Browns' perspective, yes, there'll be the negative publicity that comes along with it, but But you're the Browns, you're used to it. He's going to he's going to win you football games. And in a division where the Steelers are now in limbo, you're not really sure what they're going to do. The Browns can step into that next team right there to battle with the Ravens. That's just from you know, a football aspect of it. Obviously, obviously mean, now from being a Clemson fan, you know, he was, he, you know, brought a national title back to Clemson. Uh, you can make an argument, you know, is he the best quarterback in Clemson history, you know, comparing him to Trevor Lawrence. And then he was a lock for the ring of honor. You know, he was going to have his name up in the stadium, uh, you know, all that's up in the air now, you know, that, that may never happen. No, no, no true facts may ever come out of this story. This is just always going to be out there. And 
will always be discussed around his career whenever that may come to an end. Um, so obviously it's, it's a, it's a horrible situation either way. Um, but just on the football field for the Browns, I mean, they got one of the top five quarterbacks in the league and he's only going to miss six games. Fair enough. I think that's a, that's a fair assessment. Like you said, now, depending on who you ask, he's a top however many quarterback in the league. But I think anybody you ask. Yeah, he's a top five mm-hmm. quarterback in the league. You think top five? Yes. So who are the four higher than him right now? Patrick I'd Mahomes. So. Mahomes. Brady, Rodgers, Watson. Josh Allen, maybe. I Josh Allen, maybe. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair I enough. like Lamar Jackson, but he's not as good as Sean Watson is. I, I, no, I, I he's close to top five, but I don't think he's cracked with you. I'd go Josh Allen over ja- uh, Lamar Jackson. Fair enough. <laughs> I didn't really have a follow up for that question. Great commentary. Great commentary. Well, yeah, commentary. I was, so, I was so he curious. was. Well, you know, I'm kind of disappointed. I mean, obviously, we're we're in the discussion now, so I don't want to just completely get us out of this topic. Um, But I was a little disappointed here. I was all excited for Addison to ask us what we've been up to because we haven't had a podcast in two weeks now. You know, I got to see the best movie I've seen this year uh, over the weekend. Well, so, what was it? Now that we, we got to talk about it now, what yeah, was it? It was Top Gun Maverick. Oh. And I am so glad I got to see it in theaters because mm-hmm. I think seeing it, seeing it in theaters bumped it up another notch. Um, very impressed. You know, there was a lot of buildup. I've heard from people just tell me, oh, man, it's awesome. Just as good as the first, better than the first. So on and so forth. So now I was kind of prepared who, to be who said down. it. Who, who, yeah, who, who said, who said it was better than the first? I, I don't, I want quite a few. I'd like to and, fight these people. And I, obviously, obviously, it's in the moment. So it's hard to, it's hard to say because I was literally, I mean, I literally just saw the movie in theater two days ago, but just what they were able to do with the technology they have now. And the scenes they were able to do with the with the jets and the pilots doing what they did and stuff. I mean, it was I mean, it was just a very well done, entertaining movie, which I think is has been lacking for a while now. So uh, one thing I will movies. say, I will say about the movie, I had a conversation with a friend of mine who is in the aeronautics field. Um, Austin, you know who I'm talking about. Um he was uh, very impressed uh, by the technical side of most of, not all of. There were some things that weren't technically accurate about uh, the things they were doing with the planes. But overall, the technical side of things was so accurate that he was extremely impressed uh, to the point of at the first of the film, where uh, he's trying to push the limits of the fighter that he's in mm-hmm. and trying to reach however many G's it is he's trying to reach. Mach 10. Trying to hit so, um, so apparently, so our a friend of mine was watching it and he was like, this is, you know, this is funny because, yeah, there's a, there's a governor on these vehicle or on these uh, fighters that won't let them get past whatever uh, the limit is that they say the limit is. But there's a way to override it by hitting a certain switch and flipping something and hitting a button and you can override that. And they actually did that in the film. Mm. And he was like, that is that was just amazing to me that they, they mm. so that was kind of cool that uh, that they, they seem to take that much care on the technical side of it. But I liked it a lot. I thought it was real good. I don't think it's better than the original, but uh, I did love the fact that Val Kilmer had a, a small role in yeah. it. I think that was amazing. Uh, but yeah, no, I thought it was very, very good as well. Austin liked it too. Yeah, he did. He I did. I liked it. I liked it. I don't think it was the greatest film I've seen in any amount of time. Oh, what's um, the greatest film you've seen this year? This year? Oh man. 
I just uh, watched uh, the talented Mr. Ripley for the first time ever. That was pretty good. <laughs> it was not at all what I thought it was going to be. I but guess I've never seen a trailer for the talented Mr. Ripley, considering it came out 30 years ago. Yeah, they didn't have trailers 30 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> I had no clue what it was about. <laughs> that, you know, that was just in like the mid 90s. So that's was it the mid 90s? Oh. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean 30, 30, years ago, 30 years ago. 30 years ago was in the mid 90s. Anyway, I've never seen the talented Mr. Ripley. Didn't know what it was about. And, uh, you know, Matt Damon murdered Jude Law in the middle of the ocean. I was like, what? Sure did. Yeah. So Spoiler alert. Yeah. Yeah. In case you haven't seen that movie from 30 years ago. <laughs> Apparently, yeah. we have people that wait that long to see movies. So, I mean, yeah. So, that was probably so. the best movie I've seen in the past year. It was pretty good. That's, that's fair. That's a good film. Well, yeah. not the, I'm not saying the past year. I don't even know, but this 2022. That's the best. I watched Top it Maverick, you know, three days ago. So. Yeah. <laughs> it's still fresh. Still fresh. No, it was a good film. I didn't like how it turned into uh, Owen Wilson, Gene Hackman behind enemy lines. It turned into behind enemy lines all of a sudden. <laughs> well, don't ruin the movie. But, yeah. but, uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that happens. that's funny. You bring up that movie. Yeah. That's a good movie. I like that movie. Yeah. That so. was a good movie. Yeah, underrated. Well, I, I thought it was a good movie. It was a good movie. I enjoyed it. Speaking of movies, a uh, couple trailers out nowadays. I know Addison was excited about the Black Panther trailer. I was. Am my, I am excited. My son is going to be Black Panther for Halloween. Do we want to get into the movie trailers, or do we want to get? I know we kind of. I kind of threw us out there, but Addison threw us right in it, so I don't know which way we want to go. Well, I figured we would go through movies and circle back around to sports. Okay, that's, yeah, that no, works, we can, we can talk. We can talk about the movies, and we'll we'll come back. My son's gonna be Black Panther for Halloween. He walks around. I'd say three to four times a, a week. I hear from another room, Wakanda forever. And he's just, you know, <laughs> he's just getting ready, man. Up. He's getting ready. He is. He's, he's 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 committed. Letting the other kids know, like, hey, yeah, committed. <laughs> yeah, but uh, what you what do you think about the trailer, Clem? What do you think? I mean, it'll be interested to see. I mean, obviously, under the circumstances, it'll be interested to see how they handle handle the story and and. But I mean, to be honest with you, I'm kind of at a point now with Marvel movies. I'm just like, you know. They come out with like five a year now. So, I mean, it's, it's just I, I, I'm interested to see what they what they do with the story. Um, but I'm basically just waiting on X-Men. That's that's all I'm waiting on. I mean, I, I agree. I, I'm, just, I, I'm that way. And I'm even that way about Star Wars at this point. Yeah. Now, I mean, I don't know. I'm just about tired of them all. Like we need to. Well, that's as, a, what, as as consumers, we need to kind of shift towards another franchise of you know something another another world. Like yeah. you know, Harry Potter was there for a while. I mean, Star yeah. Wars is now taking over in Marvel. Yeah. Like, it's well, that's time. what that's why I really next. hope with X Men because it. I mean, X Men can be its own universe. It doesn't need to tie into all this. Oh yeah, but you know, it's all this this universe. I mean, it's big enough to carry its own. I mean, it is its own franchise, so I I hope they don't do it, but I know they are. But still, that's really all I'm waiting on now with the Marvel movies is just waiting on X Men. So. I uh, I'm very hopeful that with the Black Panther Bat but blah, with the Black Panther film uh, that they're gonna bring back uh, Michael B. Jordan, which I think they they're leaning towards doing at least. From the trailer, it looks like that that's probably him at the the last shot. So I'd be excited to see him come back. Terrific actor. Yeah, yes, great actor. Absolutely. Great actor. So, yeah, so that, that'd be good if they could get him back. And, I mean, there's no one better to carry a franchise than, than him. Yeah. Um, When's Creed 3 coming out? <laughs> I, I don't know. I'll watch it. <laughs> those are those are good movies, man. I'll Creed watch it. Oh, Creed hey, yeah. Creed one and Creed two were good. I enjoyed them. Yeah, they were good movies. I did. I didn't see them. They're really good. Hey, yeah, well, I didn't go, see them. do we need to pause this recording so you can watch the trailer? Yeah, but pause it. So <laughs> just pause it. I'll watch the entire film, <laughs> and then we'll come back and finish. 
They'll watch both movies and come back. Yeah, yeah. I'll watch both and we'll come back. Yeah. Uh, so what were the other, uh, so you, you had another trailer that uh, you were talking about earlier. Well, the Andor trailer. So the Star Wars trailer. I still haven't seen that trailer. Yeah, so that I was under the impression that was going to be a movie, but that's I guess that's actually a Disney Plus series. Yep. I guess so. Um, that's what uh, you get. You get that type of information when you actually watch the trailer of things. I, I wasn't aware of that until I just watched the trailer. So, but I believe yeah. Addison, correct me because I'm sure you know, even though you have watched the trailer, this takes place prior to Rogue One, correct? Or is this post Rogue One? Which, I think this is. I think this is supposed to be the same guy, like, right? Well, no, I mean, I think it's supposed to be uh, along the the same timeline as Episode Four. So that would be post Rogue One. Correct. Correct. Okay. If I'm not mistaken, it's like it's like paralleled with uh, a New Hope. Okay. Okay. I'll have to look that up to make 100 percent or have the intern look it up and make the sure other. That... Yeah, well, the other the other trailer I was talking about, which I just watched, I think Clint just watched earlier, was uh, Medieval, which is a a Czech action historical drama starring Ben Foster, Michael Caine, hmm. um, uh, who else is in it? Till Schweiger. Uh, from Inglorious Bastards, you may know him, no. popular German actor. Um, and Matthew Good. You okay. said this is this is a Czech movie. So it's a Czech historical drama based on the life of. It's brought uh, to you by Czech soda. Czechs mix. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jan Ziska, or I imagine it's pronounced Jan. Yen, Shishka. Yen, Shishka. Or I mean, I, I didn't watch the. Yeah, I said this yeah. earlier. I didn't watch the. I didn't watch it with audio. It looks uh, really good. Uh, is it? Yeah, is it all watch, in Russian? No, it's a. It's an English film. No, I, mean, it's I a, just. It's, it's I an English my, film yeah. based on a Czech, a Chechen. Well, that might be right. I'm pretty sure it's not right. That's that might different. not be right. A check. <laughs> uh, now I forgot. Now check. I forgot. Yeah. Check. I was about to say now I forgot whoever it was. Yeah, a check yeah. historical. Chech- Chechens are different. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, Ben Foster is the main guy. Michael Caine uh, is, uh, I guess, the supporting, the secondary character. But it looks good, man. You look it up. It's very, uh, you know. I'll look good. it up. I'd, I'd definitely be, I mean, just having Ben Foster and Michael Caine, and I think it's. It seems well, like we it. know how you are about your, your period pieces, even though you haven't watched the last one yet. Up. But I, I am. I'm a, I'm a fan of a period piece. Have you watched The Last Kingdom yet? No. Nah. Because you're so big on it. I don't. <laughs> I, you don't I, trust my. Uh, I don't. I don't. I don't. Opinion. You right. voted against me too many times. And. <laughs> Yeah, but so does America. So I mean, fair, fair. (laughs) I mean, I can't, Uh, I can't say too much about that. That's fair. Well, next time we take an episode off from recording, that's your, that's your, that should be your, your. What is what is this on again? The Last Kingdom, Netflix. It's on Netflix. Yes. Um, I will attempt to try to watch it. (laughs) I don't even know what that means, but I have a feeling you're not going to watch it. I've been waiting, trying to slip in my Michael Caine accent. Uh, <laughs> uh, didn't it sound like Sean Connery last time you did that? It did. <laughs> uh, no, it did not. Uh, well, man. go ahead. Let's let's hear it. No, 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 no. Well, speaking <laughs> of well, speaking of movies, I think this is the perfect tie-in back to football right here. Uh, the Green Bay Packers' new quarterback, um, Cameron Poe. What do y'all think about that? What's y'all's thoughts on Cameron Poe under center this year for the Packers? Do y'all know who Cameron Poe is? Austin's looking him up right now. Do you know who Cameron Poe is? Addison, do you know who Cameron Poe is? 
Do you know who See, I was going to bring this up last week? I was going to bring this up last week. No, we you weren't. Could you look them up? No, no, no. I was going to bring this up last week. We were supposed to record. <laughs> this was going to be. Yeah, this was going to be. Yeah, this was going to be my. Uh, this was going to be my NFL topic last week. But I mean, what are your thoughts uh, in a big time movie star uh, uh, being a quarterback uh, this year? And then I just looked it up. I just <laughs> looked he, it up. What do you say? What? What? Is, he's like, I got your bunny or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> You forgot your teddy. Kind of sounded like Forrest Gump in that film. Oh, oh! So I'm looking. I'm looking at the picture right now. Yeah, did you not see that last week? I did not. That is yeah. amazing. Yeah. That is maybe the best thing I've ever seen. It's pretty, it's pretty funny. Oh, it's nice to so, see somebody so having fun with life. Any any listeners who are not you know, aware of this, Clint, would you like to update them on what we're talking sure. about? Sure. So Cameron Poe uh, is the famous character, one of Nicolas Cage's most famous characters from Con Air. I thought you were going to say best and I was going to be like, oh! <laughs> no, no. one of his most famous characters uh, from Con Air, Cameron Poe. Can we get, we just very quickly, can we just, I think that film is underrated. I actually really enjoyed that movie. Yeah, it was a good movie. I mean, I think that I think that uh, John Nicholas Cage's accent aside, oh, yeah, that you was take, a good movie. You take his <laughs> accent out, and everything else is great about that yeah. movie. Um, he has the worst Southern accent in the yeah. history of film in that movie. But I'm I'm sorry. Continue, please. No, so Cameron Poe. Uh, so I don't know. So I guess the easiest way to describe this: Aaron Rodgers came to training camp. And he's, you know, he's had the long hair and the beard and everything for a while now, but he, he shows up to NFL training camp for the Packers. Looks exactly like Cameron Poe, Nicholas Cage's character from Con Air, where he's got the wife beater on, the greasy slick back, you know, shoulder length hair, the scruffy looking beard, the jeans. I mean, just nailed the look to perfection. It's, it is astonishing to look <laughs> at the picture of Nicolas Cage in that film at next to Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> it is it is like you're looking at the same picture. It is crazy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Put the bunny back in the box. Yeah, that was it. That was it. That was a line. You looked it up. That's what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh but anyways, that was hilarious. I saw that last week. Thought that was that was oh, great. yeah, that, yeah. that's a good one. That's a good one. So, so obviously that takes the movies back into the NFL. So yeah. But uh yeah, so also you said that was one of the topics you were going to discuss last week. What was, uh, well, do you have uh, any other ones? Yeah, Kyler Murray. The, the now removed, uh, the insane clause that was included in his contract that has now been removed. Yeah, now been removed. <clears throat> so, Addison, I wanted you, what are y'all thinking about this? How embarrassing is it? And, and, and then, I mean, I know it's embarrassing for Kyler Murray, but this also, I see it insanely embarrassing for the the Cardinals organization. Well, let's look at it two different ways here. You That's look the only from, two ways you, I look you, at it. You got to look at it from both sides. So, <laughs> yes, it's crazy that that was in there. I would like to see other NFL quarterback contracts to see if that's ever – like there well, had to be a they reason said, they would include that into the contract. This that's the first time it's ever been. Well, I mean, it obviously has to do with, I mean, how how many times do you have to tell somebody to study the playbook or study film before you put it in a contract? Yeah, I mean, that's what I'm saying. I mean, they, I mean, they wouldn't have just done that, right? No, unless I mean, it was like well, a standard contract, you know. And it's not, thing, and it's all. not, yeah. And so. that's so, point, how embarrassing is it? I mean, for Kyler Murray, but then again, like. So here, here's you can't my take that on that. As an organization, you can't just talk to a guy like how bad does it have to be? Well, they were like they were point? like, here's two hundred million dollars for the next eight years or whatever the contract yeah. is. Will you promise us that you're gonna watch well, film now? Is it and then he it, was like, ah, like, I think we need to get our lawyers to put this in the contract. And is it like the Jamarcus <laughs> Russell? Oh, great story. Right, please, please where, tell where they story. they gave Jamarcus Russell game film and <laughs> taped it shut, you know, like taped the case shut, and they're like, uh, "How was the film? Did you learn, you know, 
Did you learn anything? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I, I picked up so many tendencies. And they're like, we need game film back. He gave it back. It's unopened. The seal's still there. <laughs> that wasn't even all of it. That wasn't even all of it. They sent home a blank tape, like with nothing on it, and asked him. And he he just went on. You know, He went on this. He just made up this game film that he supposedly watched, even though the tape was blank. There wasn't even anything on it. So I, I think about this Kyler Murray, Murray thing in two different ways. So first of all, um, you, you as a franchise, as an organization, by putting this in his contract and it not being a standard thing, not only is it disrespectful and kind of a slap in the face to him, but, you know, at the time comes where it's, you know, we're looking to find someone to trade. Like we're looking to trade him away. Doesn't this throw up a red flag for any other organization that if you put this in his contract or you attempted to put this in his contract at some point, that it's a problem. And now it's going to be more difficult to get a quality trade off of him in the future. If that's what ends up happening. Well, I guess that depends on how good he performs. Week week four, they're undefeated. He's like, hey, look how good I did. I didn't even study. Well, that's kind of for entertainment purposes. I wish none of this would have come out. And then like week seven, you've got a storyline that says Cardinals release Kyler Murray for for breach of con- whatever. He's fined by the team because he didn't study film per contract. Now, well, I don't wish firing on anybody. <laughs> Like I said fine. Here. That's why I changed it to fine. fine. <laughs> so so I, on the flip side of that, though, I I genuinely don't see a problem with this. Um, I think that you know there you've got things in your contract that are performance uh, indicators that you have to reach. Uh, you have certain benchmarks you have to reach. Why shouldn't you know? Hey, if you're studying your game film like you're supposed to. Why can't that be a benchmark that we're requiring people to reach? Well, well, as as the owner of the most storied franchise in fantasy football history, Here the Jasper go. Jaybirds, uh, Kyler Murray was on our team last season, and I've got nothing but great things to say about him. I mean, just a class act. Uh, first one in the building, first one out. I mean, last one out. <laughs> First one in the building, last one out. I mean, just a team player. Uh, I mean, we couldn't give him enough film to watch. So, I mean, just, I mean, I, I if he's on the board for me this year, that's because you could you, you best believe, you best believe the Jaybirds, uh, will, will welcome him back. Uh, so nothing but great things to say about Colin. I like big fans. I liked after, so all this broke it. It was two days later. Uh, two days later after everything breaks and they're interviewing Cliff Kingsbury and they're asking a question. He's just doing everything he can to avoid it. Mm-hmm. They're like, uh, yeah. So coach Kingsbury, what do you think of the clause in the contract? Well, you know, that's up to the lawyers and the negotiators. You know, we're just here to play football. We're having a great time. Everything's looking good. Kyler Murray's doing terrific, you know, just doing everything he can to just get away from the question and finally exit the interview. Uh, I don't know. It's, it's dropped now, right? They, they, redid the contract, removed the clause. So all the big fuss for, uh, for nothing. If so, back to my original point, if it does hurt anybody in the long run, I think that damage is already done though. So. Yeah. I mean, we're kind of behind on this story. I think it's over and done with. You may hear it discussed maybe a little bit during preseason. Now, if Kyle Murray goes out and starts, starts taking up the joint, then uh, Arizona Cardinals are HBO Hard Knocks in-season team. In so I season, guarantee yeah. you this guarantee will come back He up. will be watching film at some point during that show. Which, speaking of Hard Knocks. <laughs> that's going to be your opening. Yeah. <laughs> that's going to be your opening segment. It's just Kyle Murray just sitting there just studying film. Yeah. That's going to be your opening. Definitely. When does that when does that premiere? Well, that's the end season yeah, one. So that starts at like week five or six. The Lions uh, one premieres next Tuesday, I believe. August 9th, I believe. Which we have the Hall of Fame game uh, this week, actually. Thursday. So when this episode uh, 
right. drops, the Hall of Fame game will have already taken place. So, which when announced this today. Drops, let me tell you something. When this episode drops, I'll have kids in school again and football will happen. By God, it's a good week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, but obviously, news also some other news in the NFL. The Jags announced that, uh, unfortunately, uh, Trevor Lawrence and Travis Etienne. Uh, will not participate in the Hall of Fame game uh, uh, this week. So uh, I don't think I think it's just out of precaution. No, no concerns there. But obviously, Travis Etienne, high hopes for him last season. Obviously, had the injury that prevented him from playing at all. Uh, I know Trevor Lawrence will be excited to have him back. Speaking of Florida football, uh, big time wide receiver going to Tampa. Julio Jones is now a Buccaneer. So. T- Tom Brady, just one more weapon to choose from now. What's is the that, average uh, height of their wide receivers? But Mike Evans is like six seven. Does does that elevate the Buccaneers for your Super Bowl pick? Absolutely mm, not. Really, not really. From Clint, I mean, they were a Super Bowl contender regardless. And I don't know if thirty seven year old Julio Jones is really going to. I mean, he'll you don't help. think Julio look Jones here, or Julio help, Honus? Look here, Clint. You line up against that man. Let's see what. Happens. I'm not planning on it. Hey, what about <laughs> what about forty? What about fifty-two-year-old Tom Brady? Throw yeah, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Oh. I, that's what I'm saying. They're already a Super Bowl, Super Bowl contender, so I I don't see Julio Jones being like, oh, now they're going to win the Super Bowl. You know, I mean, they're already one of the favorites. So I don't. I, don't, I, mean, I think it, it adds a bit. I think I think, I think I think it adds a, a little extra oomph. I think Brady's more worried about who's he going to throw to at the tight end position than he is adding Julio sure. Jones. Oh, don't don't worry. Week eight, uh, Grant will come back. back. He'll be back. Grant will come off the yacht and that's right. Just start catching touchdowns. He's gonna. It's gonna take him eight weeks to sober up, but <laughs> he's coming. He's yeah. coming. Oh man. So this upcoming NFL season, the projections uh, for or predictions for what the uh, the overall records are going to be have come out. Uh, my Falcons are projected at two fifteen losses. Two hundred and fifteen losses is that what I heard? Two wins and fifteen losses. That's probably accurate. Um, I, I that's got to be an under man. Two wins. What do you mean under what? There's no way. What's the over? They only get two. They only get two wins. There's a way. It's called they're in a (laughs) rebuild. (laughs) I mean, they are. I mean, let's be honest. Let's be honest. Let's talk. Get the Falcons fans that listen to this podcast their hopes up here. I mean, this is a this is a full fledged rebuild that the Falcons are in right now. Do you think a two and fifteen? Do you think a two and fifteen is a legitimate projection? Well, I'd have to look at their schedule, but just off the top of my hand, if I was going to put a range, if I was going to set a range, I would say two to five wins for the Falcons because they're in a rebuild. Seven I mean, to I mean, nine. Seven to nine. Wins. No way. Okay. No. I, way. I, I think I, I'm somewhere in the middle. I think they'll win between five and seven. They're the third best team in their division, more than likely. They're probably the the worst team in the division. The, yeah, seven to nine yeah. wins. Yeah, I don't. I'd have to look at their schedule, but I would. I would say two to five somewhere in there is where they're fall. And you know what? It may be on purpose. There may be some games they throw late in the season to get a better draft pick because they are in a rebuild. Uh, so, the commander I mean, commanders are projected to be seven and ten. That's that's probably I mean, that's what they've been for my lifetime, pretty much since they won the Super Bowl <laughs> in the nineties. So I mean, they've been a seven to ten win team for the last thirty years. So, so are you? So that brings us to the question: How excited are you about the XFL and the DC area getting a new team? Yeah, that's it. it I mean, sure. When does it start? When does the X? I know they they announced. Do you have those eight February cities? of twenty twenty three? Do you have the eight cities? Uh, is it eight cities or is it ten? I do I do? So this iteration of the XFL, eight teams announced: Dallas, Houston, St. Louis, Orlando, DC, Seattle, Las Vegas, and San Antonio. Hmm. 
So I wonder if the DC will take the, uh, I think they should do football team. I think they should do old names. So Houston can be the Oilers. Mm -hmm. Seattle can be the Supersonics. Who else we got? What's some other old team name? Dallas can be, well, there's all there's St. Louis Rams, St. Louis Rams. There you go. I mean, that would be nice. That'd be cool. DC. What's some other old names? But, uh, but I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm excited just to see what it's, see what it's like. I mean, it's the rock. So anytime the rock yeah. involved, there's a high chance that it's going to succeed. Right. So. You got, you got Bob Stoops in Dallas. You got Wade Phillips coaching Houston and then Las Vegas. You got Rod Woodson, mm-hmm. San nice. Antonio's Heinz Ward. Nice. I mean, some, you've, you've some got all, some... all of them have, I mean, all of them have, you know, known football names. I mean, you have some legit, real right? football pedigree, which is going to be interesting to see because that's not something the XFL had in the past iterations of the league. No. Right. Are you speaking about the rock in general? Cause NFL pedigree. <laughs> no. Canadian football league pedigree. Ooh. Shots fired. I mean, it's facts. It's harsh. It is facts. Coming out of the okay. U. Hmm. Uh, I am excited for the XFL. I think it's going to be awesome to have actual competitive, good football during the off season of the NFL. I mean, so. they've got they got to let he hate me come out and do the opening coin toss of the got the, to. the season, right? Got I mean, to. The, the, most- the opening the opening race to the football. Yeah, that would be crazy. <laughs> the uh um I mean that that's only that would only be right. The most recognizable name in XFL history. True. True. Should uh should he hate out. me and Dewey from the UE. <laughs> there was that's, a quarterback that ended up, I think there was a quarterback that came from the XFL that played for the Ravens for a little while there. I don't remember what his name was, but I think he had a short little stint Finney with the Ravens. No, definitely was not Vinny Testaverde. I feel uh, like he played for XFL for a bit. When the, Vinny Testaverde was already retired by the time the XFL. No, came out, dude, Vinny Testaverde played for like thirty yeah, years. Yeah, no, Did Vinny really? Testaverde played a long time. I figured that was like the Chad Pennington days of the Jets dude. when Vinny Testaverde played for a while. Well, he did play for a while, but great day he was at the U back in the eighties. Vincent Vincent Frank Testaverde Senior. Straight out of Brooklyn, 21 seasons in the league. When did he retire? XFL was what, early 2000s? Like 03, <laughs> 02? Okay, let's let's take a bet on it. When do you think he retired? Testaverde? Yeah. I'm going to go 2000. We see Google in your lenses, Addison. No, I don't. I don't. Hands up. Hands up. They. Uh, I'm going to go 2000. Easy. Five. I'm gonna say 04. 2007. Wow. I win. Closest. What do really? I win? five. When was he at the U? Was it early night? Was he at the early 90s? You we'll subtract was the- 21 years. I don't feel like doing that. Was that night? That's what is that? Eight. So he was in the 80s. Yeah. Late so he 80s. was at the U. Yeah. So he was at the U in the 80s. So because I just watched. So he definitely was around when the XFL was around. Because when they played in 2001, when they played, yeah, early 2000s, when the U played, I believe, what was a national championship opportunity for them, I believe Tessa Verde was the quarterback and he threw like six interceptions or something like that. Crazy. That Um, sounds about right. Vinny Tessa Verde out of Miami, 1987 NFL draft, round one, pick one. To the Jets. Was Tampa that who Bay. drafted Tampa Bay? Yeah, he was with Tampa Bay for I just always several, remember him with the Jets. Five years. He was with Tampa for five years. Hmm. Yeah, back when they were in the old powder orange. Hmm. All right. Speaking of uh speaking, speaking of orange. Speaking of orange. Speaking of orange. Uh, uh Addison, I know you had a uh topic you want to discuss. Uh, a, a ranking or a, a list of some sort. I did this well. This was this was to be fair brought up by Austin. Oh, this was Austin's. Um, okay, this was Austin's. He brought up. Uh, so we were going to rank uh, top five ice cream flavors. Austin, we're just trying really to add big. some variety 
we'll get some listeners have some fun here. We need to add some variety. To we need your, to add some variety uh, to your bandwidth there. Yeah, because it's uh, you're killing me over here. I need it, um, dude. That's what happens living in the sticks, boys. Ooh, goodness. Um, mm. But no, we uh, Austin's been getting really big into making ice cream and coming up with some fancy flavors and such. So mm-hmm. uh, we want to try this out, see what we can get for our top five uh, ice cream flavors. So are we doing this one at a time or are we doing this? Go ahead and reveal your top five. I do not want to go first. I Power believe, rankings. I believe we should let either the host or the idea of ice cream do the No. So if you wouldn't have lagged there, you've heard Addison and I agree that you should go first. I'll take it. <laughs> I'll take it. Go ahead. Number one, pralines and cream. What? Number one? Pralines and cream is number one, eh? You ever two, had a praline? Two questions I have. Have you ever first had of all, <laughs> pralines all, and cream ice cream? No, Apparently two not. Two questions. First of all, <laughs> yeah, it's what amazing. Is wrong, what is wrong with you? It's amazing. Secondly, since when do you do a top five where you start with number one? You exactly. Eat? That's what I was thinking. <laughs> so we're going straight to the top, guys. You know, when David Letterman did his top ten, I'm pretty sure he started with number one. Every episode. You've ruined this. Thank you. <laughs> We're on number five. I know when they do the college football playoff reveal, they do do the number one always, team, but that's because we know what it's going to be. Not pralies and cream. Oh, no God. one saw that coming. The pralies and cream is legit. <laughs> uh, I don't understand right, how you couldn't like pralies and cream. Okay, I didn't, we'll I didn't like it. I number I five. Like it. Number five, just for nostalgia's sake. Superman ice cream. That was okay. just vanilla ice cream with colors. Okay, that's what he likes. He, he likes the chemicals. Sake, he likes the chemicals. When you were a child, and you so, go get ice cream, somebody, what do you want? Somebody, I want Superman ice somebody, cream. So when you go over, man. so when somebody you go over man. to Austin's house, Addison, and he's churning his ice cream over there, and you see empty Sherwin Williams paint cans, <laughs> he's making Superman ice cream. <laughs> oh. Oh my God. This is this. No way. I know for a fact Addison ate Superman ice cream by the gallon. So I don't want to hear it. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> and you're an idiot. <laughs> he would wear a tie dye shirt just to cover up all the ice cream that would Would fall he wear a Superman face. cape? He'd have a Superman oh. cape on. He'd go in with his glasses on and take them off. Oh, oh, it's time Superman to get serious. Ice cream. It's time to get serious. Oh. <laughs> no, can. All right, what's number? What's number? Super. I, I don't know. Oh, what's number three? So I got. I got the crazy order. <laughs> yeah, number what's, four? yeah. What's number three? What's now? Number three? Go, to, go to number two. <laughs> go to number two now. Meet in the middle on this one. Number four to shake things up. I went with pistachio. I think you already shook it up, my friend. Oh, it's it's been shaken. <laughs> it's been shaken. It's been shaken. So if you go to an ice cream party, you've got your own ice cream containers to yourself. Never you don't have to worry about anybody. Cookie dough. Charlie chip cookie dough. Okay. Oh, wow. You know what? I know where you guys can go. <laughs> Not to the ice cream store with you. I'll tell you that much. Oh, I've been taken aback. I don't even know what to do now. Uh, oh, I laugh, okay. but who knows what y'all are going to say about my list. So. Oh, all right. So uh, I, you, would you like me to go ahead and do mine? I'll go ahead and go. You're the host. Okay, that, way you can, that you can wait till last. Yeah, right, so, yeah. You've been doing such a good job so far. So I'm going to start with number two, and uh, and work my way back, then go to number one. <laughs> I like it. No, so number five for me. Uh, number five for me. I'm going to go with. Let's just let's just be simple here, guys. Let's let's keep it classic. I'm going to go number five, vanilla. Just regular old vanilla. That's my number five. Uh, number four, go with lime sherbet. That's not ice cream. Yes, it is. So here's, here's the thing. It was, it's no, ice cream has milk in it. Sherbet doesn't. But anyway, um, I was going to put that on my list, but because it's not an ice cream, I didn't. So why don't you just put it on your list and we'll agree that our lists are better than Austin's. Okay. I'll put it on Even my list though we love, only have four ice creams on it. I love, I love lime sherbet. Okay. So we'll go with lime sherbet. Okay. So lime sherbet is my number four. 
Number three, I'm going to go with, is it, is it, which one? I'm not sure. Is it Moose Tracks that has the, the Reese, like the peanut butter cups in it? Is that Moose Tracks? It is. Okay. So I'll go with the Moose Tracks that's got the peanut butter cups in it. That's my number three. Number two is coffee. Moose Tracks have caramel. Yeah. Okay, and then number three. Oh, hold on a second, where was I? Number two, coffee. Gross. Coffee ice cream is number two. Coffee ice cream. I love coffee. Any way I can get it, I'll eat it straight out the coffee can. I mean, straight up. That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like cup this in, at all. Cup <laughs> injection enema. Yep. Give me the coffee. <laughs> uh, number one is cookies and cream. That's my number one. Ugh. Yeah. Um, sherbet's not an ice cream. First off, sherbet's sherbet. Uh, sherbet does have milk in it. Addison, you're wrong. But what sherbet's not ice sorbet? cream. Sorbet? Sorbet, yes. Oh, correct. Sherbet nice. is akin to sorbet, but is a frozen dessert. It's not ice cream. Therefore, Clint, you're listed. Well, if you make me take lime sherbet off, I'll bump vanilla up to exactly. number four, and number five would be uh, salted caramel ice cream. Salted caramel is good. I had that on my uh, honorable mention list. list. I forgot about it. Your honorable mention. So, so does that make you happy now? Vanilla's up number four. Salted caramel is at number five. No lime sherbet. All right. So, uh, since I can't have lime sherbet, uh, I'm going to have it off to the side. Uh, my number five uh, is pistachio as well, Austin. I think. Uh, have y'all ever had pistachio flavor. delight? Uh, nope. Uh, is that the? Are you, are you a fan of chocolate delight? I don't know what that is either. <laughs> you it's, know it's what chocolate cool. delight is? Could we have it at every family? Gathering. Yeah, I mean, you're not. I know you. You yeah. had chocolate delight. I, I guarantee you. You think about chocolate delight every day. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> you. It's, it's cool whip and chocolate mixed. Mixed and then like, like a uh, got like a, pecans in it. Yeah, pecans and then some kind of yeah. cr- like crust i don't know what kind of you call yeah. the crust but but there's there's uh the exact every same family thing, gathering just, in where we live is their yeah. shock of delight yeah but uh there's a pistachio version which yeah, is very but, good yeah, very it's good. delicious it's delicious uh yeah so pistachio is my number five uh my number four uh would be uh, butter pecan oh man i forgot about that all right forget that Moose tracks is out. Butter pecan is number three. Stop changing your freaking ice cream. (laughs) Butter pecan. I completely forgot about that one. That's number three. Because that gets your uh, your kind of caramelly, salty flavor. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's in there. That's a good one. That's a good one. Butter pecan. French vanilla is my number three. A good quality French vanilla. Addison, your your list is looking mighty good right now. Thank you. I'll tell you, you might win this one. You might take this one home. Uh, I don't know. My top two might might throw you off, though. Uh, As long as it's not Superman or Pralines and Cream. Chocolate chip cookie dough. It's cookie dough. That's a My number two. It's a classic. My favorite all time is mint chocolate chip. Mm. I love Not a fan, but a respectable respectable selection that's my number one love a good mint chocolate chip yeah i'm not a fan i like but, mint chocolate chip i didn't know as many people hated mint chocolate chip yeah I don't, yeah I don't, I don't feel that passionate a, about any there's a big divide on, on mint flavored really treats yeah hmm. i don't know it's okay. weird i, I love that. i, I love a people sham- like it tastes like toothpaste yeah <laughs> I love a shamrock shake from McDonald's yeah, you saw me that. during I, March. Yeah. yeah, butter pecan. I can't believe I forgot about that one. That was a that was a family classic in our household. That was usually one of the ice creams that was always in the freezer. Mm-hmm. Um, Absolutely. So yeah, so that's that's a good one. I, I would kick all my list backwards and and put that butter pecan right there at number three. Well, yeah. Clint, you can't do that. Uh, well, you made me kick Sherbert out, so now it's free game. It's now. not I, ice cream. It's free game. I can just change my list all I want. <sighs> Oh goodness! <laughs> uh, well, I feel good about my list uh, as opposed to some of the other lists. That we've I done. think I think we know who the clear loser is. <laughs> yes, we with, do. with this list, uh, pralines and cream. Dude, pralines and cream is delicious. Pralines and cream, and then not <laughs> only was that in there, it was your number one, and it you started with number one, and then you throw in <laughs> Superman ice cream. 
That was just nostalgic. I thought it would be funny. It's not. It's not. Addison, it's, you it's were sad. covered in Superman ice cream half of my childhood. <laughs> so that doesn't mean it has to be in his top five yeah, ice cream. I mean, it's I used to love the uh, ice cream that they had at the TCBY in Edisto. Had Pop Rocks in it. What? But it doesn't make it in my top five. That, that sounds, sounds amazing. It was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> but it doesn't make my top five. Oh, man. You imagine one of those in a, in a Coke float? Do they have Oreos now that have Pop Rocks in them? What? I've had those. They're not very good. No, they're not. It's, I mean, I guess if you I've really like Pop Rocks and Oreos, but. Yeah, uh, not very good. Uh, okay, well that's gonna that's gonna wrap that up. Uh, do you uh, guys have any anything else that you want to talk about before we get out of here? Uh, I do want to make an announcement. So for the oh. first time, for the first time in the history of the Walk on Ward Boys podcast, uh, we will be having a special in person recording uh, for our college football preview episode. Uh, this recording will take place next Saturday, which will be the, was that, the 13th, I guess, or something of August. So a special, all three of us will be in the same recording studio for the first time ever recording our special college football preview episode. So excited about that. Hopefully we can uh, <laughs> stick to it and actually have that episode. So Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. But yeah, definitely excited about all of us are are ready for football to start, but especially uh, college football to get going. Austin, anything else to add? No. <laughs> he's, he's So right now, Austin is he's sitting in front of a five-gallon bucket of Superman ice cream <laughs> with tears rolling down his face. <laughs> As he eats the eating ice his cream. feelings, eating his feelings, <laughs> he has thrown the Superman cape over his shoulders, and he is muted himself. He no longer want to talk. He no longer wants to talk on this episode. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, thank you everybody for joining us uh, again this week. Uh, sorry, we were we were absent last week, but uh, hopefully we're going to be back again next week. Uh, I'm Addison for Austin. And Clint, uh, have a great night. And we'll you don't, talk to you, you don't speak for me. <laughs> the Walk on Water Boys podcast is presented by the Palmetto Amateur Gaming Association. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review the podcast, and follow us on Twitter at Walk on Water Boys. This show is horseshit.